So speaking of Florida, I mean, they're they're slowly uh getting getting back on track. Like their quarterback's playing good football right now. So that that I, I said I had an upset alert last week, which I was uh, two points away from. So I got I got Georgia on upset alert this week. Mark Davis, Chris Gemeinhart, Luke Rule, and Nick the Doc Skirkowitz. Welcome to All About the Balls podcast. I'm Mark Davis in the sack house with the one and only sponsored by Bucky's, Luke Rule. Luke, how are you doing? We're about to talk college football, UCF, big game against West Virginia. You guys were almost on track last week. I know, heartbreaking loss, but hey, you guys put up a hell of a fight against the Oklahoma Sooners in Oklahoma. Yeah, I mean, I mean... Can't can't fault the team. We we gave everything we had at them. Uh, played a good game. Team definitely looked different with John Rice Plumley playing a quarterback. Uh, we are twenty one point underdogs coming into that game and lost by two. Uh, sucks to lose it on a two point conversion. Well, and not be able to tie it on two point conversion. Who knows what happened from there? But yeah, sucks to lose that game. But you know, it gives confidence rolling in for the rest of the year that we can still compete. Indeed, it does. And uh, yeah. Texas is about to kind of go through that same. Struggle you guys just went through. Uh, our quarterback, Quinn Ears, is going to be out. He's week to week with a grade two AC uh, sprain in his shoulder. Uh, we He got hurt on a – he was trying to run somebody over, essentially. I mean, hey, respect the effort there. Way to fucking try and, and put the guy on his ass. But not something that you want to see from your quarterback there. And, uh, yeah, it gets hurt. We, we do beat uh, Houston 31-24, but now we're facing BYU in a team that historically Texas has had a hard time against. We are 1-4 all-time against BYU, 1-2 at home against BYU as well. Yeah. So this is a different Texas team than they were in 2013 and 2014, that's for sure. But we'll, we'll see what we can do with Malik Murphy. Art, also, Arch Manning, too, Luke, projected to maybe get some yeah. game time, too. Yeah, I saw saw Arch Manning was splitting splitting first team reps this week. So I mean, he may get some playing time too. I, I think they're just trying to have him ready to go. But I mean, BYU yeah. is looking like a looking like a good team this year. So they're solid. Yeah, that they, they are five and zero. Oh, or I'm sorry, they are five and two on the season, two and two against the conference. So out of the the four new teams that came to the Big Twelve, they definitely are the better of, of the four, I mean, just for the year. So, um, you, you know, BYU, they, they want to beat Texas before Texas leaves the, the conference to go to the, you know, yeah. superior SEC, you know, in quotations there, you know, in quotes. So, but, yeah, Luke, so nothing really too crazy to talk about from the past week and coming up this weekend. But, you know, the, the big game that was supposed to be a, a decent game, I, I thought was kind of boring, was the Ohio State and Penn State game. But Ohio State did win 20-12 to 12 at home. So I guess this opens the door now is Penn State's, you know, set to play Michigan and we'll talk about their scandal, but Ohio State, they beat now the Irish and Penn State, two tough defenses is uh, the door right there for Ohio State. Are, are we kind of sold on them that they can be a favorite to win this championship, actually? I mean, yeah, I I mean, obviously they're they're in the running for it. I mean, they have one of the tougher schedules out of the top teams this year so far. That they played what? How many ranked matchups have they had already? And they won them all. So well, yeah, say, they, I mean, they, their their football hasn't been like I haven't been excited watching any of their games, but they're they're winning, so that's what that's what matters in the end. You got to win the games, but they, they haven't been super impressive wins. But they're playing tougher schedules than most other teams, especially like Michigan. I don't think Michigan's really played a ranked team yet this season. 
No, they haven't. No, I mean, right. and, and I guess it's easy too with Kyle McCord when you have 22 completions. You know, not a bad game, 22 of 35 for 286 and a touchdown. But hey, half of your completions, literally 11, went to Marvin Harrison Jr. So it's easy when you have Marvin Harrison out there, just get him fucking involved. And yeah. you know, they didn't have their running back or their second receiver. So Ohio State was handicapped a little bit there. They were handcuffed with the talent they have out there. So they did what they had to do. They played great defense over Penn State's offense. Penn State didn't look like they knew how to play offense. So I guess this is the same old Penn State that we're used to where they, they're they good all year and then they run yeah. into Michigan and Ohio State, and here they are. Yeah, uh, they'll, they'll be a mid, mid-team this year. I mean, probably ranked around 15, 20, 15 to 20. Right into this, they take two losses. And, and, Ohio, and like you said, Ohio State, they have faced a pretty tough schedule. Yeah, they, they had the Irish – and they had um, already Penn State. But now they're going to kind of chill out the rest of the year. They have an easy schedule all the way leading up until Michigan at you know Ann Arbor when they're playing them. So that's going to probably be the biggest game of the year. Of course, it, it usually is when these two teams yeah, are good. I'm sure, sure both teams are coming in, both undefeated too. So it's a make or break for both these teams to make the playoffs. Yeah, but I, I'm, I'm very – not confident of my because I had Ohio State in the playoffs this year. I, I believe I had them as my four seed. I think I had USC two. No, I had I had them as the three. I think I think I had Clemson as the four. That USC one. That yeah, the USC one. <laughs> hey, I, I'll be the first to admit it. I, I was wrong on no, USC, wrong. man. Yeah, they 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 got fucked this year. Um, <laughs> yeah, USC. I mean, I, I figured it was gonna be on the offense, but man, even the offense is struggling this year. The last couple of games too, so yeah, and Not that, that Pac twelve, that Pac twelve conference is looking pretty good so far. So USC still has to play Oregon and uh, Washington. Yes, and, and UCLA. UCLA's not no pushover yeah. neither. So um, I said last episode that I can see three to four losses on their schedule after they lost the Irish, and um, they're already at two. So Oregon's no pushover, and the Huskies yet had a bad game this past weekend. They were lucky to survive, you know. Not just them. Like I said, Oklahoma was lucky to survive against you guys. Texas was lucky to survive against Houston. So some of these top teams were very fortunate to get out with a win, essentially. But, yeah, I'm very impressed with Ohio State. I mean, not offensively. Yeah, they haven't been the juggernaut against these top defenses. But when you have a top defense of your own, you're going to do what you have to do, and you're going to win games. And I think the Big Ten, yeah, it comes down to the winner of Michigan-Ohio State. Whoever wins that game will go in and beat either Iowa or whoever the hell is in the Big Ten. You know, Iowa got screwed too, by the way, against yeah. uh, Minnesota. So. This year, I don't think there's going to be any any of the two teams from the same conference in the top four. It just the way the way the games have been falling this year, it doesn't look like it's going to be possible to have two teams yeah. in the same conference. And it looks like it's going to come down to uh, Iowa and Wisconsin. I mean, actually, they did play each other this year. Iowa did win, so. Um, Wisconsin's in kind of a must-win game here. If they win, they're six and two in the conference against Ohio State, so they need to win. Or you're going to probably see Iowa in the. It's either be Iowa or Wisconsin in the for the Big Ten. Um, Should have been just Iowa West. straight out, but they got fucking screwed. Yeah, they got hosed on that. That was not. Yeah. I, mean, I know we talked about it a couple days ago. That was not a fucking flag. It wasn't. It wasn't even close to being like a fake fair catch or fair yeah. catch, whatever you want to call it. So. Yeah, but they, they didn't even call it until after the play. That's just fucking wild to me. That that's the worst refereeing call I've seen out of even last week. And there's a lot of bad ones. Yeah, there's a lot of bad ones. That was definitely the worst <laughs> one. 
but no, and back to Penn State though. I, I am very disappointed. I, I was hoping to see Penn State kind of make a chance to win this Big Ten. I mean, they still have a shot. Like if, if they beat Michigan and then Michigan beats Ohio State, it's a three-way tie. And then I don't know what the tie, who would win the tiebreaker. But it's just a shame. This has probably been the most talented yeah. offense that they've had in years, and they're not letting this talented quarterback Drew Allar just do his thing. I know he had a lot of passes, but it's more like short passes. They're not allowing him to go down the field. Like let him do what he has to do. Take, take, you know, fucking put Ohio State on their back heels and see if if they can break a little bit. Yeah, I mean, their schedule, like the only tough game they really have is Michigan. Maybe Maryland too. Maryland's a little frisky. Uh, they're kind of de- they got kind of deflated after that high State loss, but still a frisky team. But yeah, Michigan, uh, they have a, a noon kickoff game too. It's interesting. A Big noon kickoff. Like yeah, I'm not a fan yeah. of that. Like. Because that's Penn State. That should be a whiteout. That's the game I was talking about. That should be the whiteout game. And they, they already did their whiteout. They did their whiteout. I think they did it against Iowa. I mean, you could have a whiteout anytime it's a night game. It's going to be a whiteout. It's just yeah. you. You put like that type of magnitude of a game, like Michigan, a Penn State, a rivalry game. That should be a night game. Not not Fox. Big noon kickoff. I, I get it. Like they, they want the, the the deal. They want Gus Johnson and. um I it's forgot like his name. Yeah. Big kickoffs, Big Ten shit. Yeah. And they still do the Big 12 too for, for right now as well. So, but it's mainly the Big Ten that you see up there. But yeah, disappointing Penn State's effort. Their, their defense, I mean, 20 points isn't bad. Like, you know, you might have given up some yards, but 20 points, man, you should be able to win with an offense that, I mean, all I do is just get three touchdowns. It's not, it's not too hard, but I guess it's too hard for them. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's- Crazy, but I mean, another big game is going to be the uh, the Utah and uh, Oregon game this week. It's where college game day is going. Biggest game of the week, it looks like. Yeah, and Potential losers game. really good game. Yeah, losers pretty much out of the Pac-12 title race too. I mean, they each already have a loss in the the conference, so the winner stays alive, and the, the losers, you know, going to be behind, especially with the tiebreaker. The head to head's going to go mm-hmm. to that team with Washington probably going to win out probably, but. Yeah, winner this is going to – and these are the last four Pac-12 champions too. Utah's won the last two and then Oregon the, the previous two. So someone's getting knocked out right now here in week nine of college football. Yeah. I mean, Utah's coming off a big win against UC, uh, USC last week. So they, they might be riding high on that. I mean, I'm not I'm not super huge on Utah this year. It kind of sucks that Cam Rising's not going to play at all. I'm not sure if he's going to decide to go to the draft or come back another year, get a medical year. Seventh year. Yeah. It sucks. I, I love Cam Rising. He looks cool looking dude. Plays good football. I no, yeah, I'm I, him out there. I'm excited. It's like I, I like watching this Utah team, but like you, look like I can't get behind the offense just because Cam Rising's not there. The guy that should be the starting quarterback. And hey, maybe if he was there, maybe they beat. I think it was UCLA that they lost to earlier in the, in the year. Uh, Oregon, Oregon State, they lost to. They beat UCLA. Okay, so yeah, all these teams are beating each other up besides what the Huskies. So it's like I can't keep track of who's beating who, but. Maybe if he's there, they beat uh, Oregon State. I mean, they are 13th in the nation too. So, like I said, they're all they're both playing for the opportunity to get to the Pac-12 championship, to make some noise, and be a one-loss Pac-12 champion, and maybe find yourself in the playoff. But I expect to be this to be an Oregon game. I just think too much offense uh, from Dan Lanning and, and Bo Nix and that defense. Man, that defense is phenomenal. So I, I think Oregon's going to come out. I don't know what uniform uh, scheme they're picking this week, but yeah, I, I don't think they put it out just yet. I think they usually do it on Thursdays. They put out uniforms. Most teams do it on Thursdays. 
you're usually quick to post that Oregon uniforms in the chat. Yeah, they, so they they look pretty good. Oh, dude, their they uniforms are uniforms. Yeah, the uniforms are always good. But I just think I think just too much Bo Nix in this offense. It's just gonna be the difference maker of the Oregon Ducks this year. I I do think that we're on course to see a rematch in the Pac-12 title game of Oregon and uh, the Washington Huskies. So I, I think Oregon runs their table and gets a gets the Pac-12 championship and it starts this week with a tough Utah Utes in Utah. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I mean, Oregon's, I think the more complete team, better offense, better quarterback behind the center. So, and a good defense. And so, I mean, Utah could, could pull off the upset. I could see it happening. Wouldn't be too surprised, but yeah, I, I think the Pac-12 is going to be between uh, Oregon and Washington. I mean, Oregon is literally the number one ranked offense in college football with yards per game. Utah is up there in total defense. It looks like they're around hovering just around the top 10, maybe outside the top 10. So one or two, four, six, eight, ten. 10. Yeah. They're just outside like the top. They're on the top 15. So it's going to be, it could be a low scoring game, but it could be similar to maybe the, it could be similar to like the Utah or the, the Oregon Washington game, maybe like low thirties, maybe high twenties. Yeah. yeah. It'll definitely be one of the games in my uh, multi-view sitting at home. It'll be, well, it'll be in there. To, to be honest with this week, it might be the only game on my TV for that window. Uh, uh, no, because Florida plays Georgia, so never mind. I'm going to have to have Florida, yeah, Georgia. Yeah, I have Florida, Georgia in there. They, they don't kick off that oh, early. Oh, shit. They play at 3.30, same time as uh, – well, 3.30 oh, Eastern. Yeah, and Texas plays BYU, so I'm probably – yeah, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have the I'll probably have the the Texas BYU game up there. I'll probably have the Georgia Florida game, Oregon Utah, and I'll probably end up putting. Uh, hopefully, Duke and Louisville makes that multi screen. Hopefully, YouTube puts a four, a good four uh, games together. Yeah, they, usually they screw you on it. They'll, they'll you have four games you want to watch, and they just won't have that combination. That like sucks. two or three of them, and but not yeah, not the yeah, fourth one that I need. Yeah, YouTube TV needs to fix that. We gotta we gotta pick our own games. Like we're paying all this money for this shit and. Let me pick my games. There, there are rumors where they're gonna, they are gonna start that up. So it would be yeah. good because if, if the four games I could pick for that, that three thirty window, like I said, of course Texas BYU, it, it is, it's my team, and there's no, the sounds gonna be on that for sure. And then Georgia Florida, just because you know when I'm on Facebook, I need to know what's going on because people are oh, yeah. dog shitting each other with uh, the Gators. I need to know why they're dog shitting the Florida Gators. I think it's gonna be yeah. a blowout. So speaking of Florida, I mean, they're they're slowly. Uh... Getting the, getting back on track, like their quarterback's playing good football right now. So that that I, I said I had an upset alert last week, which I was uh, two points away from. So I got I got Georgia an upset alert this week with going uh, against Florida. I, I mean, Florida Florida did squeak by with a two point win over South Carolina. Yeah, they are riding a two game winning streak. They beat Vandy, and they following that they lost to Kentucky. Pretty big game, or pretty big blowout there, but. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. I, I'm just not sold on the Gators' defense. I think Georgia, they're still a pretty good offensive juggernaut. Yeah, they're not Oregon or, or the Huskies, but they're no, they're no slouches. And I think Georgia's going to go into Jacksonville in the Jaguar Stadium. And I think maybe the first half might it might be close, but I think Georgia pulls away. And I think it's going to be – I think that spread 14 half, I'm thinking 17 <laughs> points probably is going to be the score. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I mean – it, out of some of these these games this week, I think Georgia could be on upset alert, and just I just this Florida team is gonna this will be the, probably the hardest. The, them and Florida State are the two games they play the toughest. Maybe LSU too. Man, Florida's got a tough schedule to finish the year God, off. Their last three games are brutal, man. LSU, Missouri, yeah. and Florida State. Yeah, and they got then 
Georgia and Arkansas too. Arkansas, I mean, bad record, but they they still have a decent team ish. Katie Jefferson's a, a respectable quarterback. It's just can't yeah, get just, a win. They just can't. They just can't. Yeah, can't put wins together. But damn, so, they have to play back to back on the road. LSU, Missouri. God, that's that's a brutal in November, and then obviously you're at home against Florida State, so that's a rivalry game. Yeah, but that that's two hours, two hour drive difference yeah. for me. So it'd be a lot, a lot of gardening gold in this that Florida in the swamp. God, man, no, I, I I'm pulling for Florida this week. Don't don't get me wrong. I would love for the Gators to to win because just, just mess up all these uh the polls chaos. I mean that's the, I yeah. mean that, that's really what I keep telling well, you. I I need chaos. I need a little bit. I just need a little bit of chaos. I don't need like every team to lose. I just need a couple how, teams how, to lose. How far does Georgia fall if they lose? Like Georgia hasn't really played anybody yet. This so year. are we? So if they lose. Well, this is if they lose too, it's going right into the playoff for the first rankings for playoffs too. So yeah, what would the committee think? I mean, are, are we are we saying like the rest of the teams inside the, the top twenty or the, the top? seven or the top 10 win or like, is that how we're going to, is that how we're doing? So Alabama doesn't play this week. So they can't go any, uh, any, like they, they can't lose. So, I mean, you have Georgia at one, Michigan at two. So let's just say Michigan, Ohio state, Florida state, Washington and Oklahoma and Texas win. And or, let's say and Oregon beats um, Utah. Yeah. Oregon probably will jump Texas just because they're playing Utah. Unless Texas, like, as we said last mm-hmm. night to each other, but Texas would have to beat the shit out of BYU for them to, probably stay above Oregon. I think Georgia in the initial playoff rankings could fall outside the top yeah, five, yeah. top six. Even. Yeah. They, they could fall to like seven, eight, maybe nine with a loss. They have one ranked matchup on that. They played the season. And it was against Kentucky. Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, how I mean, much of the committee they blew, they, they blew Kentucky out, but other than that, they, <laughs> nothing's been impressive with uh, Georgia. And yeah. They're just well, winning games. Well, let's talk about that. Let's do our. I know we were going to save it. I know we're out of order. We're just fucking. We're just winging it. Just me and you tonight. Um, yeah. So like, riding. playoff rankings, right? You know, you have that that top six. You know, you have your 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 first four, and then you have your your first two out, whatever. So let's let's just say hy- hypothetical that Georgia loses, and Ooh. Oregon beats Utah, and the rest stay the same where they're at. I mean, in that case, like, no disrespect towards Georgia. And this isn't to toot my own horn. I, I think. I think Georgia should be below Texas. And the reason is because we have a respectable uh, top 10 win at Alabama. I mean, all the other teams, Michigan hasn't played anybody, but they have not been in close games. So, like, I get it. They haven't played anybody. Ohio State's beaten two two top 10 schools. Ohio State or Florida State, they beat um, LSU week, you know, week one. They did beat Clemson, still respectable win. Um they beat, they beat Duke, Duke as well. Too. Yeah, yeah beat Duke also as well. Um, we know the Huskies beat Oregon. I mean, that's that was a top ten game, and then Oklahoma beat Texas. So, and Oregon beats Utah, and and like they all the other teams have more respectable wins, and the fact that they haven't all played each other, so like head to head wouldn't be a factor at that point. So it would be based on like the eye test and the strength of schedule, and I think that all that adds up to Georgia being below the rest of the teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think if they if they lose to Florida, it is just gonna fucking ruin their season. They would have to win that SEC championship with one loss, and then then that does not guarantee them still a shot in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, it just depends on where they start them at. And anything can happen with the SEC championship too. What if LSU beats Alabama? It's just gonna mix everything up. 
and the problem is LSU's not going to probably get in with two losses if every if every other. So this is that dilemma that um, someone in my, one of my coworkers in my office were talking about. So like the playoff committee's been consistent throughout their little short tenure since 2014. So the only other time that we looked it up where a two loss Power Five conference, which was Ohio State, did not get in, was the year that it was the 2017 season, so 2018 playoffs. Um, Georgia was the SEC champion. Bama didn't play. That was the year that UCF claims their natty champ. So Alabama did not get, play the SEC championship, but they only had one loss, and that was to Auburn. And um, they got in over Ohio State because Ohio State had a couple bad losses. They did win the Big Ten, though, with two losses, but they put that one loss non-champion in. So that could be the same situation for LSU. They get they have two losses, but there's like six or seven teams in front of them that have one loss. They're probably not putting LSU in. But it hurts the SEC. Yeah. Yeah. It, <laughs> these uh, playoff bowls could get pretty wild at this if a couple games go different ways than what's projected. And that's all it would take, honestly, for Texas. If Georgia, if Georgia loses to this week and then – LSU beats them and they have two losses. LSU goes on and runs the table and Texas beats Oklahoma. Texas gets in. If we win out, we have to win out. Obviously we can't just lose the game as well. And then beat Oklahoma later on. We have to be yeah. 12 and one. That, that opens the door for us. So that's something I would need to happen. I, I would need some little bit of chaos <laughs> and the SEC helping Texas get in would be great. Cause you know, us joining the SEC. So open door for us, but. No man, yeah, the playoffs. Are, I think it's gonna get. I think it's gonna be an interesting November and December. I, I, I'm really excited to see how this unfolds. Yeah, yeah. There, I, I feel like I'm gonna predict there's gonna be a lot of hurt feelings about the first playoff polls too, because I I think they're gonna mix it up a little bit from what the AP polls are. I I haven't really agreed with the AP polls the last probably few weeks. I mean, there, there's always some teams that I disagreed with where their rankings are, but. I mean, hopefully the uh, college playoff polls get it get it corrected. I mean, I think they're taking they take more time to look at it than the AP polls. The AP polls literally come out the next day. They just kind of like, ah, yeah. this team won, they, they stay. This team lost, they fall down. But I think the playoff polls go into a little more detail, like oh, how'd that team lose and stuff like that. There's a lot more variables, or, like- and their strength. They look at their strength schedule overall. Yeah, it's not like point. the AP where it's like it's you have a voter that says this, says that, and they're looking at, like, the playoff committee, which, based on what they have said, it's, like you said, strength of schedule is a big part of it. Um, how you win, how you lose is part of it. Head-to-head is part of it. Like, we haven't seen a lot of head-to-heads because a lot of the head-to-heads are conference head-to-heads. There's not many situations where you have two out-of-conference teams that are still in, like, around each other. Like, they're very similar, like a Texas-Alabama. That's the part where how much does now head-to-head play in the factor – I know it does, it has, but how much does that where Alabama's got a couple points ahead of them and strength of schedule? And they will probably throughout the year just because they'll have one more ranked win all year. But how much does that, us beating them, affect the, the way that the committee sees it? So which committee member thinks that head to head's more important than strength of schedule? Like it's it's going to be interesting this yeah. Halloween night when they release it. I wish they actually like made like, I made like a TV show you can watch like the arguments of them like making the, the polls. Oh, like, a, just, like a, the, like a yeah. war room. <laughs> yeah, just not them just releasing it like after it's already done, but like them just duking it out. That'd be pretty entertaining to watch. Because they can't release it until they all it, it's it's kind of like court, like you know, like a jury. You until like there's a you know a un like a, like a very decisive decision, you can't 
they, they they're sitting there I mean, waiting. So I'm sure I'm sure there's pretty intense arguments going on during it. Yeah, I I, I mean I I'm interested. Like so, like Luke, if you asked me right now, obviously this is with the records the way they are. Georgia, I mean, LSU hasn't played Alabama yet, which will come after the first rankings. If you ask me, my my top six, I'm going in order: Michigan, Ohio State, Florida State, Georgia. Washington and Oklahoma is my top six. So I would have Georgia playing Michigan in the, in the first round and Ohio state playing Florida state. And those would be some fucking good games. I think too, you get some good yeah, competition I, there. My, my top six would be damn near identical to that. Just, just the way what we've seen this so far this year. Uh, I think Michigan hasn't been in a close game yet. Yeah. They haven't played anybody and Ohio state's got the better wins of anybody up there so far. Then uh, Florida State, I mean, they they got some ranked wins. They they've looked pretty good all season. They they've had a couple of close games. Then Washington's got their one big win against Oregon. So, then Big Twelve is gonna be tough. Like Big Twelve, I don't think they can lose any more games. Like Oklahoma loses, it's gonna fuck up Texas shots to get in too. Texas uh, Oklahoma, to undefe- Texas. I think Texas needs to play an undefeated Oklahoma and beat them to make it in. It's gonna be tough. I think. I think we can still get in with them losing somewhere else, but yes, it's easier, like you said, to have them undefeated. Just because we we would still need chaos. Uh, Texas is still going to need chaos regardless, so it doesn't matter. It okay. we just need someone in the top, the, like one of the other conferences, to fuck up, and like that's why I'm praying for Florida. I'm I'm really praying for that. <laughs> um, but go, go put, no, go uh, put your Gator shirt on this weekend. God, I'm gonna start <laughs> chomping it up, man. But no, I mean, I I was close to putting Huskies at number four too. But they had that close win this past week against it was Arizona mm-hmm. uh, or Arizona State. Uh, it was one of the Arizonas. Two shit teams doesn't matter. But I, it was after that I was like, yeah, I can't put Georgia below um, the Huskies. Not, not yet. Not yet. I mean, the, yeah, if you would have asked me before the week, yeah, they would have been above Georgia. But after that. I mean, that also affected Michael Penix's Heisman. You know, it kind of brought everyone into play. Jane Daniels is still there for LSU. I mean, as long as he, if he wins out, he has a real shot to win the Heisman. But yeah, like this playoff committee, though, they have something, yeah. some hands. Yeah, Jane, Jane Daniels literally carrying the LSU team. Yeah, he's putting the team on his back at this point because that defense is atrocious. Unless they play Army. Yeah, then, then they play well. And by the way, Army joined the AAC. Yeah, I saw that. I think what came out today or yesterday. Just football, though. Yeah, just football. I mean, it's it's good for them. Uh, moving yeah. up, I think they were they were independent before. I believe so. Yeah, they were one. Yeah, of the I think they're independent. Because the Navy, or no, the, the Navy's independent too, right? No, no. Navy is AAC already. Air Force is uh, Mountain West, so all the yeah, academies, all the academy schools are finally uh, going to be in a conference and. I mean that yeah, I somewhat know. gives some not respect. Sure the, not sure if the Citadel is or not. No, I wasn't even counting they, them. <laughs> they, they're, they're they're an academy, military academy, but I don't. I think they, they might be a fucking SCS or something like that. Air Force, by the way, one leg of one leg through of getting that commander's trophy, beat the hell out of Navy. Well, they didn't beat the hell out of them, but our backup <laughs> beat, beat their backup. Yeah, I mean our backup QB beat their backup QB, and then. Army Air Force in a, a week or two. So, if we beat Army, Air Force has got the trophy. And nobody cares about that one, though. They I only know. Care about Army. They only care about the Army Navy game. It's the only one which matters. Is, 
which is funny because Army doesn't really ever really w- win the trophy. I think it's usually Navy and uh, they won. Air... I, I think, I think won the last two years have they? I think so. I saw a stat. Maybe it was Army and Air Force that wins it a lot. Navy doesn't. I I know that majority of it. It's been. Oh, it's you're, talking and... commanders? you're talking about commanders. You're talking about commanders got. Uh, yeah. No, I don't know. I was, I was talking specifically Army Navy game. Yeah, but that game, I I just can't I can't sit there and watch it. Like when I saw the Air, Air Force throw like that ninety plus yard pass for a touchdown, I was like, holy shit! I saw it. I I, I watched it because I had it on the TV because of the multi screen, and I was like, holy shit! Air Force actually threw a pass down the field. So uh, <laughs> no, but Luke, we we're, we've talked about Michigan, and, and let's let's dive into this. Michigan's going through investigation, where apparently I was at a former Marine. Um, apparently yeah. he was Intel buying or something like that. Yeah. Allegedly he was buying tickets to a bunch of games uh, throughout the whole big 10 and wasn't attending any of the games. He was actually, well, he might've attended some of them, but he was actually getting guys to go to the games and they were recording the, the signals of the sidelines of the home team. And then obviously giving it back. And yes, we understand stealing signs, is what teams do. All sports, baseball, basketball, hockey, football, you steal signs, but the the usually the, the legal way is you do it during the game. You know, if I pick up what you're doing, Luke, I should be able to catch on. And then now in the middle of the game, you got to adjust. But I feel it it is bullshit if you're doing it because you already get film. You're supposed to already get film from for for uh teams, but I feel like if you have to record it, that's illegal. Like you're using technology that's not given to you that you are much paying on people to go do for you. And it, it, it's illegal and you shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. But I honestly, what do you think really is a good punishment for that? Cause I'm not, it's kind of hard to tell like, how much that's affecting the games. I think they would have won every game so far, even without that. But see, that's the, that's the whole primetime thing where it's like, yeah. Oh, you still got to make the plays. Okay. Well I get it. Well, you Aaron, still have to make Aaron the- Rogers said the same thing, but still, but to me, that's yeah. it's, Yes, they're not wrong. So, you have to make the plays. But, Luke, if I know – let's say I know that you guys are about to run this play. I know how the linemen are going to block. I know what angles the receivers are going to go at, the running backs are going to go at, the quarterbacks going to go at. Guess what? That makes it 100 times easier for me to go around the angles you're going at because I know what you're going to do. So I'm already one step ahead of you. It's like chess. Yeah. I already know what you're going to do. So, yeah, I have to make the play. But you're, yeah, you already you, have an gives advantage. You, gives you an advantage, but – I mean, these teams should probably mix it up their their signals anyways, like week to week or every other. And they should be, yeah. Then. Yeah. I mean, so I think more teams might start doing that now. That this is the thing. But honestly, this, I think it's just this is just Michigan getting caught. I think other teams are out there doing oh, yeah. something like this or similar to. Because there's not a whole lot of coaches, like, bashing what what Michigan's doing. They're, they're just kind of, like, saying, saying their piece and just moving on. I don't so, think anyone sure wants to sit. I don't think they want to say anything either, just in case it's not true. Then you you don't want to be caught also bashing your fellow, like your coaches. Neither. Yeah, some coaches some coaches don't care about doing that. Yeah, Sean well, Michigan State almost was a uh, <laughs> Michigan State was talking about also not playing this past week, like saying they, they were they, gonna they probably would have been better off not playing. <laughs> yeah, they got their ass handed to them, and yeah. that was the thing is is one of the tickets that was bought was Penn State Ohio State, and when the investigation started going on, no one showed up for that that spot. Mm-hmm. So the, t- the ticket holder was supposed to be there. All of a sudden, he's not there, or she's not there. So, yeah, I mean, but, all right. 
who who's to tell if like Harbaugh's telling this guy to do that or not, or he's doing it like on oh his own, yeah, trying trying to do make his team look good or trying to help the team out. So it, it's gonna be. It's, I think this investigation might take a little, little longer than we think it will. I don't think it would be completely done until the season's over. So I don't think any punishment can be imposed until after the season. It's gonna be and very tough. To like, to like, hey, oh, well, now you have bowl eligible. Well, unfortunately. Unfortunately, though, you're the head coach, like we said about um, what was well, yeah, it? You're, yeah, you're responsible for it. Yeah, it's under you, but it's kind of be hard, it's gonna be hard to prove that he was the one directing this. And by the time you do it, he's gonna be in the NFL. <laughs> he'll yeah, pull I mean, Pete. He'll pull Pete Carroll, and he'll he'll dip out quick. Yeah, so you can't I mean, punish. You sit can't out, sit out for a year, and then go to the NFL when the right job opens. I think he's been on his way out the last few years trying to find that NFL job that I think fits him. And just uh, I don't think he's liked any of the vacancies so far. Because I'm sure he's going to be the first candidate a lot of these NFL teams that need a coach are going to look for. Well, the Raiders and the Colts were big, big, big links to him uh, the last couple of years. But, yeah, because yeah, the NFL can't punish him for what happened in college. And college can't punish him in the NFL. So that's what like Pete Carroll did. He said <laughs> he, he knew he was about to get hammered by the NCAA. And he said, sorry, USC, I'm, I'm out of here. <laughs> and he hasn't looked back since. Yeah, I mean, and guess what? Very successful career in the NFL so far, too. Yeah, he's at a Super Bowl. Well. Yeah, been to, a, been to a couple Super Bowls. But uh, back to that that scandal, though, too. Like, I, I know, like, if coaches are really upset, too, that people are stealing signals and stealing signs, guess what you do? Start putting fucking radios in the, the goddamn helmet. Yeah, that's what that's uh, voted Matt on. Rule said. Matt, Matt Rule said that, uh, I think, the, today or yesterday, the day before. He said, I don't understand why. Like, even high, some high schools have that. Where they have the the radios in the in the helmets. You say why why can high schools and uh, NFL have this, but they, college football can't? Just do the same thing the NFL does. It's quarterback and uh, one player on defense. It's, it's too easy. Yeah, so these schools I, I, have the money for it. They're building these multi million dollar fucking athletic facilities. They they can put some fucking radios in their helmets. Oh, she's got fucking air conditioned helmets over there. I was watching Get Up too, and they were saying you could also do what they used to do: is either have like a receiver or another position come to the sideline real quick, and then go run it in. I mean, it's old school, and that's how it used to be before. Uh, I think even the NFL before they had the radios too. Like that's what you had to do. You know, you pull them to the side. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I what, get it. it. Yeah, when I played in high school, that's what we did. The quarterback had to run in the sideline every play, which fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah. You're already a little gasped before you have to go do your do the play. Yeah. You, you <laughs> I do mean, you're like uh, 25 yards, little run back and forth. I mean, it, it, I get it. It's a bullshit rule, probably because, like, like you said, teams are probably changing. Their, I mean, I was talking to a buddy this morning or this afternoon, and um, I said the same thing. It's like baseball when you have like batting signals and all that. Like, you know, you you should change it up every single week or every single game. You yeah. shouldn't be using the same thing because people are going to catch on. And stealing signals is part of the game. That's to me though. It's like it's doing it in within the game. That's where I don't have a problem. Like, if if I'm smart enough to know as you as a receiver what you're doing and you're tipping off your route because I study the film, that's on you as a receiver or you as a corner, or whatever, yeah. t- to do better. But also going out of your way to le- cheat. I get every team probably cheats. Texas probably cheats. They're probably cheating right now. Just haven't got caught. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think if it, if this even comes out, I don't think the punishment's going to be too bad. And they might hit the school with a fine, or they might suspend uh, Harbaugh again. But I don't think it's going to be anything too crazy. I don't, I don't think they're going to take the bowl games away from the kids. 
It's going to be tough and to it's, deal because it's, it's not the kid's fault that this happened. No, it's not. I, I don't think they're going to do anything within the year, too. Yeah, so if it happens, they're probably next season. Harbaugh will be gone, so nothing happens then. Man, I do wish that – Um. Oh, I, mean, I know game day might be at Penn State, but I wish game day was at uh, – I wish the Michigan-Ohio State game was in Ohio State because those signs that would be in the stands, like the fans or like behind game day, <laughs> would be awesome to, to see in. Um, oh, yeah. God, but they're in Ann Arbor this year. But Penn State, if they are if they are in uh, college game day for that, that game, those signs are going to be epic. So just be ready for those if you're when you're watching college football. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think anything's going to truly happen. Like you said, maybe a fine, maybe maybe a year away from the playoffs. But I think Harbaugh will be gone by the time any of that should happen. So he'll just dip out once he's getting any kind of like hint that he's about to get in trouble. Yeah. Yeah, he'll finally go. Go back to the NFL, coach his brother again. The Harbaugh Super Bowl brother. rematch. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Uh, hey, I would, I'd love to see it. Take I think Harbaugh's NFC game. I think John's two zero. I think John's two zero against them in their career. I, think, uh, I know I they played Thanksgiving. I know they played Thanksgiving night, and then they played the Super Bowl, obviously. Which was it? Was great. it the same year too? I don't know. if It was the same year, but it, it might have been. I, I mean, I, God, that was so long. Like, it, damn that. It, it was only. Within a couple year period, if it happened, yeah, because Harbaugh wasn't there like in San Francisco like that long. I mean, he was in there for like a few years because he was there for the Alex Smith days, and then when Smith got hurt, Kaepernick came Kaepernick, in. Kaepernick, yeah, yeah, because Kaepernick was the starter for the Super Bowl, and then the lights went out. Beyonce turned the power off essentially. Yeah, we were fucking, we were dogging him too before that in the Super Bowl. Yeah, that was, and the lights go out. <laughs> yeah, they were fucking like thirty minutes and. Then we come out flat, but finish the game off somehow. Ooh, that that twenty thirteen Ravens team was they're they're different. Twenty twelve, but twenty thirteen, yeah, Super Bowl year. Yeah, was, but no, Super Bowl was in twenty thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Ray Lewis was like, dude, turn these fucking lights off, dude. I'm about to retire. I'm old as shit. I ain't the same <laughs> yeah. Ray Lewis I used to be. My body can't be tightened up right now, dude. Like, yeah, we had Terrell Suggs, Ed Reed on defense too. Hello, Nada. Nada. Yeah. yeah. That was, a, that that was, was Tucker too, right young Tucker on this kicker. Yeah, I think it was his first year. And then, yeah, first yeah, yeah playoff, playoff Joe. That was like one of the greatest playoff runs in the NFL's history. I, I'll give Joe that. I mean, that, that's why he got paid. Was that was that playoff run right there? That was why he got paid. Yeah. Oh, we had old Ray Rice in that game. That was the old Steelers Ravens rivalry back uh, in those time yeah, frames. Th- th- those are those hard nosed games right there. Uh, Rossberger and. Flacco going at it. Yeah, the, the defense is Troy and James Harrison and uh, Ike Taylor and the boys out there. I know Ryan Clark. And then, yeah, some some good old days back there in the AFC North. That was some, yeah, some that was, good times was, to watch. That was good football. Very That's good when you actually hit players too. Yeah, like not <laughs> like getting this bullshit suspension for the Broncos, Kareem Jackson. I, I get it. The commander's hit was really, really bad because he straight up launched himself. But this Packers hit. Dude, he hit with hit shoulder to shoulder, and like he didn't have time to protect himself. This guy took almost three full steps, man. Like, what do you want to do? Maybe yeah. stop fucking running backwards and turn around. Protect yeah. yourself a little uh, bit. It's it sucks. Like, well, he got he got an appeal, so it's a little bit. It's two it games, three now, games, yeah. Two games, yeah. Yeah, went from four to two. Four games. And the safety's job, by the way, is to dislodge ball from player. Dislodge ball from player. That's what I've always been yeah. taught. I mean. Seeing that, I'm surprised uh, they didn't suspend Kyle Hamilton after his hit. You know, he well, got a nice fine for his, and he got ejected. But 
He, he well, probably because he got ejected. They should let they shouldn't let Ed Reed in the Hall of Fame, man. He was fucking killing people, so it might as well just that, not even give him his jacket. That's different times. <laughs> I know that was the good old days when that was fucking fucking monster on the defense. Ah, uh, what was it though? Too yeah. So you said good teams, Florida State, Luke. That's a good team right now, and just one little last yeah. thing: are they running away with the ACC? I mean, it sure seems like it. I mean, I don't see really any competition on the rest of their schedule besides playing at Florida at the end of the year. I mean, that could be a potential upset game because they could be already looking at the playoffs at that point. Once again, I'll be a Gator uh, fan for that week, too. I'll be rooting for the Gators. Yeah, I mean, if Florida State loses that game, they might just not, like lose their way out of the playoffs. But, yeah, other than that, like, maybe Miami's a tough game, in-state game. But it's it's at Doak, so Florida State, I mean, they're going to be out there chomping fucking the entire game. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, if if I was if I was gonna be home, I mean, I'm gonna be home for Thanksgiving. But if I was going to be there ex- throughout the weekend, cause I'm leaving the day after Thanksgiving. I would see if Wade want to go hit that Florida Florida State game up. I I would think about it. Put some blue and orange on too. I would. <laughs> I'd wear the blue and orange because oh, yeah. I said chaos. I need chaos. Yeah, I mean, it'd be, it'd be a good game. I mean, it doesn't matter what the records are for these teams. They're gonna they're gonna show out. In state rivalry, uh, pretty nasty rivalry too. We got a lot of friends go both ways with these teams too. Love Facebook. That that's my favorite day. It's like Christmas morning <laughs> for me for Facebook. Like it's like all right, I'm I'm getting my breakfast ready. I'm sitting here. I'm about to you know make some good food. About to sit down and watch college game day. And it's like, dude, fuck Florida State, fuck Florida, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like and it's just going. I'm like, man, there's like no no good and, and no good arguments neither. It's not like someone's bringing good facts to it. And, I, and I occasionally, I'll, I'll get in there too because, like, I'll see a crazy stat, Luke, and I'll, I'll say, "That doesn't sound right." Like the Virginia, like, like our, our buddy, the Virginia Tech fan. I'll, I'll fucking, I'll look at it and I'll comment in there and be like, "Hey, the stats say this." I'm just, I'm just a biased fan. I'm, I'm a non-biased fan here. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just over here making sure everyone's got their facts checked. Because, but that day, I don't, I don't get in any chats because it's just too much. I'll get, I'll get thrown in there, yeah. and I don't want to <laughs> get my feelings hurt. So. <laughs> but no, I think Florida State runs away with the ACC at least for the regular season. Now we'll see maybe if North Carolina, uh, they should still. Well, actually, yeah, because Duke lost. North Carolina should be the other team. Maybe Drake May makes a revenge game. And if Florida State beats Florida, I'm pulling for the North Carolina Tar Heels that week too. I'm putting my little baby blue on and pull for my boy Mac yeah. Brown because, like I said, chaos is what I need, Luke. I need chaos. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I think there there will be some chaos in this last uh last back half of this college football season. I, I agree it, too. It, it always it happens happens every year. There's gonna be some major upset that nobody's gonna predict. I I love the I love like the random stats. I don't know which I don't know if it's still true because I haven't looked at the stats the last two years with the initial. It's usually like the initial ranking of like number three never makes the playoffs. So if you're number three coming into that first ranking, it's like, damn dude, you're you're fucked. You're not you're not gonna make the playoffs. And yeah, yeah so the right now that could be Florida State. I guess we'll see. I mean I mean they may not be number three coming into the playoff polls either. Yeah, like I said, it's gonna it's Halloween night. We only have two top twenty five matchups this week, Oregon, Utah and Duke Louisville. So uh if the, the favorites win It'll be interesting to see how the committee ranks these undefeated teams and these one-loss teams for sure. I mean, like I said, Texas, we have to survive BYU with a backup. 
potentially two quarterbacks playing Arch Manning and Malik Murphy. So we'll see Arch Manning. You guys are going to pull off the uh, Tennessee Titans uh, route and just play two quarterbacks. God, dude, I, I, I just want to win, man. I just want to get in there. <laughs> I think this is also a test to see they might bring Quinn Ewers back. If, if we, if we win and struggle with our quarterbacks, I think Quinn Ewers might say, fuck it. I'm playing against Kansas state. Cause Kansas state's going to be a tough game. Uh, I, I really do believe that that's our toughest matchup left on the calendar. And, and Kansas state, they're not usually no pushovers. So they usually play tough. They might not win, but they're, they're a tough game every single year. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess we'll see, but if Texas is rolling up yours, potentially may never come back. I, I doubt season. that because Quinn Ewers has been rolling besides the Oklahoma, the beginning of Oklahoma game. He's been good. So, I, I don't think that they sit him out just because we've seen Quinn Ewers, what he can do, this, especially this year. Or, this year he's, he's Or if you, guys drop, if you guys drop like two games in a row. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if we drop, I gonna, think he's done. Yeah, if you, yeah. you guys lose, he's probably not going to come back. I, I agree. He's the draft and roll. Yeah. Roll out. That, one I, that one I agree with you. I think that he might also come back next year too just to maybe improve his draft stock. Is he a senior this year? I he was a senior. No, the – no, no. So, no. This is his third year. He's he registered his freshman oh, year okay. at Ohio State. He's so he, he can he can go. He's eligible to go after this year, but he technically can play it to his through his sixth year if he wanted to. He's part of the coach year. He, he might be no, getting he, just pushed out at that point too. He can't play six year. I'm sorry. He came after COVID. Unless they're counting, yeah, so, but, I mean, yeah. Yeah, he might he might be getting driven out of Texas too at that point. He may not want him to come back because they have Arch Manning. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm for one happy he started this year. I, I was glad that they that start Steve Sarkeesian didn't fall for the we spent a lot of money on this kid. Let's we have to play him uh, train. Like I know some fans want it, and uh, some people in Austin did. But I'm glad he stuck to his guns, and I'm glad he went with Quinn Ewers because Quinn Ewers is he's. Ben, I mean, he's not like Michael Penix and like these guys good this year, but he's playing good football. He's winning us games. Yeah. He's putting us in spots to win. He did put us in a spot to lose against Oklahoma, but he also brought us back and also put us in a spot to win the game at the end. So uh, I, I'm excited with what he's do- doing for us. And he's a beast. I, I want him to play, but <laughs> I need him to be healthy okay. too. So he'll, he'll be playing uh, Sunday somewhere, probably. Or he'll be a nice career backup. Nice. Colt McCoy. Put him on the Falcons. <laughs> Fuck it. Put him on the Falcons. Yeah. The Falcons probably do better with him. Ritter. You wouldn't have to you probably don't have to trade up for him either. You, if we sneak in the playoffs, we'll be in the late like the twenties area. Draft him right there. And then there's he, your QB. He knows Bijan. Probably give him the second round too. He may not be a first round quarterback. There's just so I, many quarterbacks. I, I I mean I don't I don't think he will be. I don't think Shador is gonna go in the NFL neither. So I think the QBs you're looking at are our Penix Jr., Caleb Williams, of course. You're looking at Jaden Daniels, Bo Nix. Bo is he could he can come back still too. So, but yeah, Bo Nix. You're looking at him. Can Bo Nix, Bo Nix can come back because of COVID. I, I thought he's what he's in year six, isn't he? No, he's in year five now. No, whatever. He's played a lot of football. He played. <laughs> he should yeah, go he, in the draft. He played three years at Auburn, and he played two. He's on the second year in Oregon. So he could do one more year if he really wanted to, but I think his stock's high right now. So don't want yeah, to fuck it up. Draft. And and he might not be a first round QB neither. He could sneak into the second round as well. Yeah, yeah. Drake May too. Drake May as well. Probably I know some people draft. Are, oh, about Tra- uh, Jordan Travis. But I mean, yeah. I'm not so saying he, he, he. 
I don't think he's a first round pick either. I think he, some of these third. QBs are going to be uh, more like kind of like a Jordan Love, not drafted that high, but more like, hey, we're going to wait a couple years and then maybe or you know, I mean, shit, Russell Wilson was a fourth round QB or a third round, yeah. one of the two, and, and he came Dak in was and third rounder too, I think. Dak was fourth, I know that one, but I think fourth. Russ was third or fourth. But they were supposed to start Matt Flynn in Seattle, and then Russell Wilson had a great preseason. Brock Purdy is the last pick. The last pick of the draft, yeah. <laughs> and one of the receivers they're using was like towards the last uh, pick this year too. Uh, I forgot which receiver, but he's from Stanford. So it's like, damn, fucking 49ers just playing anybody they want to. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to be a first-round pick. And, and even if you sit – maybe if you sit one year and then like the, the team that drafts you struggles and they put you in because they're like, fuck it, we have nothing else, and you ball out, then there you are. You're starting the second season. Yeah. So – there's Wait, also QBs that Levis, sit too. Like, well, Levis is a second round pick, wasn't he? Yep, he was the fourth yeah. QB taken, so. and then like, but yeah, there's gonna be a lot of QBs this year that are gonna be. There's gonna be some. There's also gonna be a lot of teams that may be looking for a quarterback. Atlanta, the Commanders potentially, the Broncos, Raiders, uh, Raiders. Yeah, I mean, the Cardinals Maybe could Cowboys. be getting it. Cardinals, Bears, Cardinals might move on from Kyler Murray. If if they have a chance to get Caleb Williams, why the fuck not? Yeah, so. I, mean, I don't know. I, I'm not I'm not super high on Caleb Williams anymore. I mean, he's kind of falling off to me. Uh, his his play in the field hasn't been that great against good t- defenses. Plus, like I don't I don't think he's got the right attitude for it. He I think the problem is this. I think the problem is these scouts see him as that that prototype quarterback that has all these uh, this gifted abilities, and they. They want him on the team to like yeah. he's got a high ceiling essentially. I mean, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not a scout, so not not my uh, my wheelhouse of Nick Wright's already. I, I've just seen the way he's kind of carried himself the last oh, couple yeah, of weeks yeah. when he's losing. And he wants ownership in the team, and he's like, "These are the only teams I'm going to play for." Just it's not it's rubbing me the wrong way. Nick Wright's got him in the top ten already for NFL quarterbacks. Hasn't even took a snap. Hasn't even took a snap in the. Hasn't even done a preseason snap. He's already top ten. Yeah, the, I saw somebody saying he's the best quarterback since Andrew Luck. Now Andrew Luck was the same way. Like came from Stanford. Not saying like same way. Like Stanford's different than USC. USC has more talent. But like you know, Andrew Luck didn't have like great great numbers at Stanford. He had some good numbers though. Didn't have a lot of big big wins. But they saw that that prototype he was that ability and they. Yeah. The Colts well, gave him a chance. Too. He was he was very good. Very good. Sucks that his, they waited so long to draft offensive line until he was fucking dead essentially, and then had to retire. Retired. Not not a fan of how he retired, but can't fault him if he thinks he's about to die on the field too. Yeah, try to give it a go, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm done." <laughs> if he's done, he's done. R- I'm like, yeah, that was that sucks too because I was the year of RG three as well, and two talented quarterbacks. I mean, RG three was talented. Just had, injuries plagued him as well early earlier than Andrew Luck, yeah, but that's that style of play that he had. I mean, he was taking too many shots. I'm, I'm glad uh, RG three got to hang out on the Ravens, back up Lamar for a little while, give him some wisdom because yeah, you don't see Lamar taking these big shots. So I'm, I like it. His first couple of years, he was probably playing the RG three way a little bit, but not nearly as bad. And I'm glad RG3 had a decent little like beginning of his career because I'm not gonna lie, I think he kills it as a uh, commentator, you know, uh, calling college football games. He, he says some questionable stuff. He <laughs> says some wild shit, and they they, they allow it. Was it last year too, where he was 
it was it the bowl game or the playoff game? He's about to have a baby, and he just took the fuck off on TV <laughs> during the similar cast on the the I think it was the Fiesta Bowl, or yeah, 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 the Fiesta Bowl in Arizona. I thought, I mean, I, I love what I, I don't know, I love the shit he says and the shit he does. Like, I'll, I'll give him he's he's great. Yeah, and, and a, lot of, a lot of it's pretty funny. Questionable, but Pat McAfee and them are changing the game, so it's like, hey, ESPN's letting a roll without a slide. What was it? The the Desmond Howard. Um, skit he had a couple weeks ago where uh, which was it which quarterback was it or which player it was that he was saying oh, some big questions panics. yeah big big panics energy yeah yeah I was like yeah ESPN is wild yeah, right now no, let, let him fly a little bit well, I mean it's probably bringing the ratings up I probably wouldn't be watching uh, college game day as much if Pat McAfee wasn't on it well according to uh, the athletic he's like a 51% 49 to 51% uh, disapproval rating. Uh, I, yeah, I would love I, to know the demographic that they are I, interviewing. I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember rating that. So I think I, they're I interviewing. I don't, yeah. I don't think they asked my opinion on it because I, he's definitely part of the reason I watch it. I, I think that they're interviewing old white guys. Like he says, the old whites, the older yeah. generation that's stuck in their ways and they want something that's always been there. They, they love, like, they think he's pushing Lee Corso out. Like no disrespect, well, I mean, I think, yeah. I think he's he's got to be just about done. I mean, he's he's on it probably half the time at this point, anyways. Like they bring him out for like little segments here and there, but he he's just too old at this point. Yeah, he's had great careers, coaching, playing, commentating, but he's just at that point. He can go back to Lake Mary, Florida, and re- retire. I just feel like he. I feel like Pat brings something different. I get it. He's not a college football guru. He's not an an expert by any means necessary. And I, I know mean, he's he knows a lot. Super he, he knows he, a lot. Yeah, he does a lot. Well. He does a lot of studying with with the boys. I, I think I think Nick Moraldo and and Z or and Zito are are really helping him out. Like, and that's good. That's what that's what your team's there for. You're supposed to help each other out, study a little bit. Um, but he's killing super dogs. He's leading the super dogs pick. Yeah, I mean, so. he knows something. Yeah, he 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 he. I, I like it. I, I think he's changing the game. Yeah, it's not even his show. It's not the typical, you know, arguing back and forth. And I, I actually rather have like guys like that, anyways, than me scream at you, you scream back at me. Like they can yeah. have differences and just kind of like talk and just bullshit and laugh and have a good time. Yeah, I like I like throwing his show up on ESPN like during the day, just put it in the background, listen to it a little bit. It was funny oh. the Ohio State crowd. As soon as as soon as he said goodbye, they're oh, like yeah. fuck, 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 fuck. I was like, yeah, yeah. Lo- I love this crowd. <laughs> there you knew it. <laughs> All right, I right. have a good time out there. The pod too. His his boys do a show. I mean, I think you would like that. They it's on YouTube. They do it yeah, once a I've week. I've seen seen some clips of it here and there, but uh, I don't really have the time to sit there and watch them too much. It's a different type of show. It's not your sports. I mean, they'll throw sports up there, but it's just random mm-hmm. bullshit they see on the internet, and they they just roast it. Hmm. But no, great show, Luke. I'm good yeah. that we could wing it tonight. Some unfortunate things happen, but hey, like I said, we gotta roll yeah, what yeah. we get. Hey, yeah, it turned out pretty good. Just pretty, just a conversation, pretty much today. No, no structure behind it. Just rolling with the flow. Yeah, roll with it, man. Maybe that's what we'll start doing. I mean, I think with football, like when we actually have games and all that, like picking games too, like the structures because we pick all the games, but recapping games too, like 
I mean, maybe it can be a little more natural flow. I feel like we've gotten better at that. It's just we're still new. Hey, we're, yeah, we're, hey, we're still rookies. We're still in our hey, first year. <laughs> first sec- – shit, we've been well, doing this since, what, not, April? Yeah, not, draft. No, we're not, pro, not pros yet. Not yet. We'll, we'll get there. Hey, we're waiting for someone to pick us up, man. You never know. You never know who's listening. Hey, hey, somebody, somebody sponsor us. We'll, we'll shout it out. I'm waiting, <laughs> I'm waiting for the call from Pat one of these days, dude. I'm just waiting. Hey, start tagging him and shit. Uh, maybe I, I should. I'm going to start tagging him every tag, single fucking thing I do. Boys in it. I'm going to have one negotiation. Just like how Pat is with his, the boys come with me. <laughs> I don't care for for fucking grabbing you coffee for the and we're just in turn that way. They're fucking coming. <laughs> they they gotta come. <laughs> but I wouldn't mind living in Indiana with, with money's right. Yeah, I want to get your hopes up, but yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> but Luke, great show, man. We can't wait to do this again next week when we come back Monday night and we recap a little bit of the NFL. So sh- good luck to UCF Knights. Good luck to your Ravens yeah. this weekend, man. Yeah, hopefully we'll have some wins. I mean, projected to win both games. Somehow UCS a favorite. Well, you're home. We're, we are home, but we, we are a three-point favorite against Wake Forest as of right now. So West Virginia. We, all right. Yeah, West Virginia, my bad. I was looking at Wake Forest over here on my screen. West uh, Virginia. Yeah. West Virginia. Oh, West, I, yeah, yeah, I know. That's, they, they uh, people, in West Virginia, though. They, they yeah, don't come down to the heat. Orlando. The Sunshine State, right there. It's hot down there. The greatest fucking city in the world, Orlando, Florida. One of the most visited cities in the country. Yeah, there's a couple reasons why. One of them is a big ass fucking theme park right there. Not even yeah, next. They got a few like, of them. Well, they got a few of them. Well, to fucking go through Disney, it's a, it's a whole it's week the, essentially. It's the the city beautiful. Was it whenever every time we, we we land and you have what is it buddy buddy die or whatever the mayor he's like yeah. welcome to Orlando, the city beautiful city of the beautiful if you're just leaving or if you're just coming to hang out or you're from yeah. here yeah I love it getting in a little fucking train and yeah. listening well, to Orlando, old buddy Orlando's a different city it's different Florida's a different Florida's a different state in general so yeah miss a different breed oh, I do too. Yeah, but can't wait to do this again Monday Luke we'll be talking throughout the week of course you know it's what we do during the week so can't wait for another exciting week of football especially NFL it's been wild every week there's some upsets yeah a lot of upsets hopefully go Gators that's all I gotta (laughs) say but that's Luke Rule shout out to you Chris Kameinhart you Nick the Docs Gerkwins I'm Mark Davis it's all about the balls podcast and we are out Thank you for checking out another episode of All About the Balls podcast. We want to thank all of our listeners and supporters of the Sack House. You can listen to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. And don't forget to subscribe and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at the Sack House.